What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 247th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I am your host, SBJ, and with me tonight, I have Will. Yay! It's nighttime. It is, it is. I'll explain that in a second. And we do not have Travis this week. We have somebody better. We have Micah. I don't know if I would go that far. And B squad boys. Interesting and little known fact: uh, the vowels in Travis and the vowels in Micah are the same vowels. That's They're true. Actually, the same person. Has anybody ever seen Travis and I in the same room? Yes. No. <laughs> actually, <have>. yes. No. <laughs> that that night Come when on, not, uh, Steve went to the helping. hot tub. Remember that night when Steve went to the hot tub? I did. And you, you, me, and Travis were all in the same room together. I do remember that. You're not a hot tub man, Will. Uh no. Why? What, what's wrong with uh, the hot tub? I'm very uncomfortable with my own body, and exposing it to other people is even more uncomfortable making for me. So I don't want to do it in a communal soup. But <laughs> those are like pretty much my exact same feelings. We're the, we're the same. But I mean, you're under the, like, the only thing showing in a hot tub is your head. But wait, so I teleport from whatever place where I take my clothes off into the water? I mean, you can wear a shirt to the tub and then take the shirt off before you get in. Even that brief moment of before you get in <laughs> is too much for me. You don't Listen. understand my levels of discomfort with my own body. You could keep I know your what shirt. I got, okay? <laughs> I know what I got, and I know that nobody else wants to see it. You Yo, could, except maybe my wife. You could keep oh, your shirt maybe, on, but that's a maybe. What's wrong with keeping the shirt on? Because then you're that guy. Yes, nah, who cares about that? Then you're the you're t-shirt in the pool guy. <laughs> that would bother everybody. Knows that that guy's like, got something oh, to hide. <laughs> oh, he's wearing his t-shirt. Oh, that's <laughs> that's that's so disappointing. Plus, all of my tats would show through my t-shirt, and then you'd have to see all those, and nobody wants to see that either. Speaking of disappointing, this is a Pokemon podcast where we get off topic at the beginning of the episode. Uh, Instead of recording this on Sunday like we normally do, we are doing this on a Thursday night because I will be gone Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so I wanted to make sure that you guys got your episode on Monday. So if any breaking news happens this weekend, uh, that is why... It's not being covered, and this week's episode was like Monday night or something, so because it's the new year and because holidays just happened, there's not a bunch of Pokemon news, but we have a little bit of news, and then we have a bunch of uh, questions and comments from Slack that we're going to address for our topic, and then just our Pokemon of the week, so it might be a shorter episode, so... I apologize if you were hoping for a three-hour, what used to be the normal length episode that we were putting up, but uh, another short episode. I know a lot of uh, a lot of people, at least on Twitter or on Slack, have said they're still catching up on stuff. I would expect, unless you were a power listener, that uh, the Alola from Sun and Moon, which Michael was on, was a lot of content to listen to. That's true. So a lot much of good content. Really, content. really jammed a lot in there. I don't know how we were able to do the jamming in the amount of time given, but we jammed. <laughs> so I, I've noticed um, Micah sounds a bit like Graxgar. Is are your is your health okay? Yeah, I my throat's kind of I don't know. 
My throat's bothering me today. Too much All wrestling? Right. Too much screaming at Japanese wrestling. Did you enjoy that fine Bushiroad property? Ooh. Okay, well, you guys know that New Japan Pro Wrestling is owned by Bushiroad, the same company that owns Cardfight Vanguard, right? Well, do they Wait own a what? Do they own yes. Boat Race? Excuse me? I don't know what Boat Race is. All right. Well, before we get into Pokémon things, I, was there any more to the... to dis- Before we get into Pokémon, we need to discuss Boat Race. <laughs> so Mike and really I serious. <laughs> I know nothing about boat races. Let me let me lay this out here. So Mike and I watched New Japan Pro Wrestling. However, New World Japan, I don't know what their initials are. NJPW. NJPW. And during that, we watched Wrestle Kingdom 11, which is like the WrestleMania of Japan. None of that matters. What matters was the sponsors. One of the sponsors on the mat that you could see all the way around during this like seven hour pay-per-view that we didn't like we signed up for a pay-per-view. We didn't sign up for seven hours. So by the time I went to bed, (laughs) by the time I went to bed, Irene was getting up for work and I was like, all right, see you later. (laughs) It's been a hell of a week. (laughs) But one of the sponsors was Boat Race. And I was like, that sounds real generic. Real boring, so let me Google this. And so I typed in Boat Race Japan, and what I got was the actual like Boat Race website, official website, which uh, had an English video of like what is Boat Race and how does it work. So from my understanding, again, I have never Boat Raced, but I, I'm putting it on record here. If I go to Japan, which is hopefully be one day, I will Boat Race. Uh, but what happens... Well, you won't boat race. I won't boat. I will watch. Yeah, I will bet. There are six boats. Like, they're almost like little, they're they're like jet skis, but they look like little boats. And there are people. It's like, like mini cart, like go karts. But it, it, but for boats, like they're tiny boats. Yeah. Yeah. It's like go karting on water. And so I don't know who these people are. Wait, well, it's more like horse racing, right? I guess because. You have a per like it's not a machine doing it. It's a well. The betting aspect is yeah. So there are people that get into the boats, and then there are six boats that race, and you bet on the boats of what what you're going to win. And there are like little ATM machines. I just did that ATM machine thing. There are there are ATMs that you go up to, and you put in your credit card, and you pick your bet and then it gives you a ticket and if you win you go back to the atm and you put the card in and then it gives you money and it was the video explaining this was very very distinctively laid out that there are like 24 of these boat races across japan and it was detailed with the most generic and cheesy acting i could have ever hoped for so end of the story boat racing seems really cool (laughs) it looks pretty great but I'm I'm not I'm not a gambling I person. I'm not one to gamble. Yeah, I'm not really either. But I feel like that's that's something that I would have to try once by going to Japan. I have terrible luck. I don't trust my luck at all. But boat racing. Did we sell that, you on that I could bet on? Did we sell you on boat racing, Will? No, but while you were yakking on about that, I did my research and Bushiro does not own Boat Race Japan. Dang, that would have been a really good full circle if they did. Well, they, but then they, they just did a really money good job themselves. of selling it. They did a great job of selling it, though. They were like, oh, well, you bet on it, and if you lose, it's still fun to watch, so 
don't feel bad. Kind of like horse racing, huh? Yeah. The, the sport of kings. I secretly think that horse racing is actually really exciting. Have you ever been to the aqueduct? No, I've, I've only seen it on TV, but I've like def, it definitely grabbed my attention for more than I expected to. Uh, I'm not a fan of horse racing. I think it's kind of mean to the horses, but who am I? Maybe they like to run, Will. Your will. They like to yeah, run free yeah. through the plains and, and fields of vast America. They don't like to run in a circle with a little guy on their back smacking them. <laughs> with a guy on their back. A little man riding that horse. Trust me, yeah, I, jo- jockey was not in my career path past fourth grade, so <laughs> I was made well aware of that. All right, <laughs> that's fair. Let's. Uh, speaking of what else is fair, we got a fair bit of non-worthy Pokemon news to address. Uh, first bit of news here is the Alola-friendly Wi-Fi competition has been announced. Participants will receive 50 battle points. You may register between January 19th to January 26th. The competition will take place on January 27th through the 29th. There will be 50,000 spots on a first-come, first-served basis. The tournament will use the single battle format with only Pokemon from the Alola Pokedex allow. All participants who win or lose three battles will receive 50 battle points. You may only use Sun or Moon, no mythical or legendary... No mythical or legendary Pokemon may be used. Uh, Pokemon will not be allowed to use Mega Stones. Other held items are allowed. The whole register six, pick three. And yeah, 50 more battle points. Did you make, get your 50 battle points. points from the last one? Nope. Totally nope. missed it. Is the, uh, is the QR code radar thing still going on? I think that ends on the ninth. Because they need a million. Is, it's not gonna happen. You don't think so? <laughs> no, I have not been scanning my bags of shrimp chips. So it's, look, it's all it's all because of me. I'm gonna look it up, or I'm gonna give you live reporting here. How are how are they supposed to dispense the the shrimp chips if you're not scanning them? Uh, by having Travis's computer go into the blue. You gotta screen do of your death. part. <laughs> you gotta do your part. <sighs> Only old Windows computers. That's the only source of shrimp chips anymore. <laughs> that's probably what's happening right now. I feel like my graphics card is made out of shrimp chips. Yeah. You got to press the button. Let the shrimp chips out. Oh, boy. Uh, I haven't been scanning QR codes either. So, you know. As I'm looking this up, you've been completing your, uh, your Alolan Pokedex, though. I have been. Yes, I've been completing my living decks. Wow. A mess. What is, what is I'm very close. At? I am at, I think, 97%. Ooh, I'm kind of stalled out at 47%. I need Dragonite, which I'm trying to level my Dragonair right now. It's just a long road, and I need, I have to go catch the other two Tapus that I didn't have, catch. Have you found, so what's stalling me out, just so we can inform our listeners of these important facts, uh, is I need to get a synchronizer for every nature, and so I'm just spending a lot of time on that right now because oh, I'm I see. not catching Ultra Beasts or Tapus with wrong natures like I used to do in the past and yeah. not care. Like I'm doing right now? Yeah, I care these days. Is there an equivalent to Blissey bases? Has anybody discovered the fast level-up mechanic something you can do? Excuse me? 
All right, so you, you know... Do you have something? Because I'm very curious if you Oh, did. I was hoping you knew. I oh, mean, no. somebody, one of you two could just get six Blissey and then go into battle. No, don't work that way. Oh, right, 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 because it's... Yeah, friendly battle. Duh. Um, yeah, I don't think of anything. I do know, just realize this news, Pokemon Bank is still coming by the end of January, according to Cerebee. Let's start a new segment called the uh, GTS Report. There have been 52 million Pokemon traded over the Pokemon GTS. Not bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, global mission update. Find Pokemon using Island Scan, which goes until January 9th. 458,000 Pokemon traded out of a million. So I don't think that's happening. Uh, according, That's way off. According to Boy. the GTS, uh, I was gonna fair- say it's super effective. Had had more downloads in 2016 than they've had Pokemon scanned. <laughs> and it's uh, it's probably easier to scan Pokemon than it is to listen to our show. Probably more bearable too. Uh, <laughs> and the the last part of the GTS report is the most the Pokemon used most in Pokemon Refresh is Incineroar. Oh hmm. oh. Why is that kitty so dirty? I mean, that's true for me, so... Again, it comes all full circle back to wrestling and Bushy Road and boat racing. That's right. You got your so, heel Pokemon rocking out and refresh. For I anybody, had no idea that it, New Japan was owned by Bushy Road. And for anybody who wants to know, the Japanese name for boat race is Kyote. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, 458,178 Pokemon out of a million for the tr- I still think you get a pretty decent reward if you just do the QR thing once. Yeah, isn't there a fit fa- like a failure reward still? Uh yeah, you get 217 friend coins as opposed to 2017 or something 2000 like that. That's so much. Like the game yeah, the game sold coins or like festival coins. 7 million. How are people not doing that? Uh, I get, I say how are people not doing this when I clearly have not done it yet? <laughs> and, and also it's like 7 million copies keep in mind one of those copies is the copy of pokemon sun that is still in plastic shrink wrap on my shelf above my bed which will not be opened until i've completed my pokedex and pokedon pokemon moon so like three million five hundred thousand of those copies are still waiting to be opened so there you go there's your answer you're right, you're right. My moon is sitting untouched. Do you think this just shows that there's like a drop off of players after like the main story? Oh, oh yes. So. Oh, yes. I because you know what? So. Because you know what? I, I know this is your favorite topic, but I'm going to grab it this week because of Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 15 has ruined everybody's life. You really, nobody's nobody's even playing Overwatch anymore. I go <laughs> on the PlayStation. I see what are my friends playing? Everybody's playing Final Fantasy 15. Or four. I, I mean, I'm playing Christmas. 14. Well, you're just a hipster. But Final Fantasy 15 ruined Christmas, and, and I, I'm very angry. So yes, a lot of people played the Pokemon story, and now they've moved on to other games. So that they I'm disappointed have... in myself in how little Final Fantasy 15 I've played over the holidays. I'm Don't also disappointed. disappointed. That game is terrible. Excuse me? It's no Persona 5. <laughs> but we don't have it yet. <laughs> That's not a fair comparison. Something, I've never been a fair person. Something, <laughs> something, something else we don't have. I might have reported on this, but it's coming up anyways. But, uh, well, for Japan, 
Uh, Alolan Vulpix and Ice-type items are going to be distributed at Pokemon Center stores in Japan. That's going to be starting on February 1st through March 12th. And that Seems is... Seems like a weird event. Yeah. Uh, if you walk to a Pokemon Center, you are going to be able to get a level 10 Vulpix that knows the ability Snow Cloak, and it will know the moves Celebrate, Tail Whip, Baby Doll Eyes, and Ice Shard. And I don't know what the other associated with ice means whether that's like plushes or just card sleeves or shirts or something that it doesn't say but there's your uh maybe, maybe they give you an ice stone so you can immediately evolve it maybe uh yeah it doesn't say what it, it, it's holding anything Speaking right, of plush, do you know do you know what the move celebrate does are you familiar with this pokemon move because no. i've just learned about it In, are you it, ready indulge me Celebrate has no known effect in battle. When a Pokemon uses this move, it will disappear and a present will drop down from above and unfold to reveal the Pokemon that used it inside. The Dang! Battle, the battle text will then display, congratulations, player! Oh my god. <laughs> I suddenly really want this Alolan Vulpix. Is that move breedable? I, I don't know if it's an egg move or... That's like, unbelievable. I, I want all my team to know Celebrate, and I'm just yeah. going to go to a competition and be like, congratulations, Will. That sounds really great. <laughs> oh, my God. I just want to just run a whole Celebrate team. The Celebrate Cup. It. Just always lose, but but really just give the other person something to feel good about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do like a Celebrate Cup where every Pokemon must know Celebrate, and really what that does, besides add a bunch of humor is it brings down the movesets to three moves instead of four, which would definitely be a new way of thinking. And it eliminates that all the, those luck factors. Right. Really, it's just celebrate at that point. Last bit of news here is Pokemon Center updated with some more plushes. Uh, these are the Around the World series, but you can get a, a Liberty Pikachu. Pikachu dressed as the Statue of Liberty. You can get the London Guard Pikachu Poke Plush. Obviously, that's what that is. Uh, Netherlands Pokey Plush. The Kung... what is? Wait, wait, wait. What is the Netherlands Pokey Plush doing? It is wearing a black shirt with a flower on it. It then has a rainbow skirt, and it is holding three roses. And it has a triangle hat. Are they roses or tulips? Uh, probably tulips. They're red flowers. Okay. That sounds sufficiently Flemish that I will let it pass. Uh, there's the Kung Fu. Pikachu Pokey Plush, and there is the Kabuki Pikachu Pokey Plush. I think I said that right. Yes. It has like a, a Japanese kind of actor kind of thing. Yeah, it has a, a, a black robe with a yellow belt sash and a purple headband. That sounds pretty Kabukish. So yeah, like I said, slow news week, but there's your news. Pokemon Center still pumping out new plushes. QR codes still not being scanned. The real news, by the time you hear this episode, I will have completed my living Alolan decks. That's all that really matters. Wow. Let's, let's be honest. And also, the Flemish people aren't in the Netherlands, so I take that back. Aren't they near it? No, well, no they're in Belgium. Yeah. I mean, it's all pretty much the same place. It's all chocolate. The, uh, the Netherlands are the, the all chocolate. Yeah. Uh, no. We've... 
We've done it. We did it. Like Belgium is the chocolate of the world. We still don't know what Perth is. Perth is where no one wears shoes. <laughs> uh, last bit of news that's uh, non-TCPI related is there's now a uh, podcast subreddit for all our listeners that use Reddit. I've been working on this the last couple of days, even though I've had the subreddit domain for like two years. But uh, Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash super effective. No it's or anything like our Patreon, just super effective. And that will get you to the subreddit for the podcast, which uh, I'm still currently updating, but uh, it's working and functional. The little upvotes or wop zips, which uh, came from... An episode like two years ago where I said WAP zip and I was supposed to cut and edit it and Travis and whoever else was on the episode. Was that you, Will? Logan. Logan. They were laughing so hard that I had to keep it in. And uh, Nick from one of our admins in Slack made a WAP zip button or emoji. So the little upvotes are WAP zips and the little downvotes are our Derpy Pikachu, which uh, Andrew from Japan took a picture of his he's a teacher uh, and and he is unfamiliar with boat well he's familiar with boat races he just has never boat raced just so you guys know his history but his student <laughs> his students drew like a pikachu on the chalkboard and he took a picture of it and i turned it into an emoji uh in our slack which is now the downvote on the subreddit so just a little a little history there but uh yeah i figured that a subreddit would be a great place just for people to talk and and post episodes or to post anything relevant to the podcast, whether that's like more information about Perth or floppy drive shrimp chips or anything like that. Feel free to post there and comment there, and hopefully we can build that community up as well. Uh, I spend most of my days on Reddit, so that's just like a natural fit for me. If you're not a Reddit, I'll be in there turning that entire front page into fan art. <laughs> Nothing but podcast fan art uh yeah so head over there and check that out uh right now we have 39 dirty dogs subscribers see if we can increase that number otherwise speaking of the community and speaking of slack we got some slack questions to address and tackle here not too many like i said this will probably be a shorter episode but first question from nick is what is your favorite film of 2016 well, I only saw two movies in 2016, so I'm going to go with Fantastic Beasts. Really liked it a lot. Uh, that is also, that was also my choice. Yeah, I really, really, I thought I fell out of the Harry Potter bandwagon. Well, I mean, honestly. I've still got to see it. It's not a Harry Potter movie. And that's what <laughs> makes did. it really good. Exactly. So, but, I mean, that's like almost my same uh, justification for why I liked the Rogue One so much. Because it's like, it's not a Star Wars movie. It's it's really self-contained, you know, and, and takes care of everything. But Fantastic Beasts, they, they totally marketed it the wrong way. They really should have said... This is what adults do when those dorky Harry Potter kids are at school, you know? And then it was, like, really, really good. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I I am excited to see it. We're just... Becky and I are real slow on the, like, movie uptake. We don't get to see movies as frequently as we'd like to. And we usually just wait until we can see movies that we want to see together, actually together. So then we just wind up watching it when it's out on, like, you know, digital media or 
Blu-ray or, or whatever. VHS or something. Uh, but I did see Kubo this year, and I loved it. I was a huge fan of that movie. Is that like a dog? It was like the dog that like dumb. bites people? No. K- K- Kujo is what you're thinking of. <laughs> oh, all right. Kubo is the... Uh, it's the... I think it's the studio that did Coraline, uh, but it's all the stop-motion animation. It's very good. Very well done. Uh, and I, it's not from 2016, but I saw it this year for the first time. Uh, I saw it follows and I loved that as well. Oh, I want to see that movie, but I can't find it anywhere. You can rent it on the, the PSN for like, I don't know, three bucks or whatever. That's money that I don't want to spend. I've got like, (laughs) I really want to see this. Ah, $3. No, thank you. Okay. So the problem the problem I've I've told the story of my Netflix subscription on this podcast before, right? I don't think so. So this I'm gonna say kid, but he's like 11 years younger than me, so he's not a kid anymore. But he was a kid, used to work for me, and then after he worked for me, he went into a career in Hollywood and works for Netflix now. And I'm like absolutely convinced, and he's got a really good job at Netflix. I'm absolutely convinced if I ever cancel my subscription, he's gonna lose his job. So I've got like the most expensive Netflix subscription that you can have. And I do not use Netflix rarely, like once a year. (laughs) Nah, just cancel it. They have so many people that there would, there'd be no way for them to tell like, will unless he like flags your account. It's, it's more of a superstition than anything else. Oh, I see. Any kind of direct tie to my, Two hundred, three hundred dollars. I'm giving them a year. It's completely uh, reasonable. Just bump, right, thank bump, you. bump thank down you the plan. Agreeing. Bump down the plan. No, 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 no. I need Eric to maintain a good lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about having loaned out your Netflix account, and now he know. works at Netflix. And now he were yeah, that would have been the like. <laughs> and he got he got a job because he had a Netflix account. But, but it, was it was actually, actually your <laughs> Netflix account. So <laughs> you have to keep it so that they think it? that he's... And if you ever cancel it, then they'll know he'd been got, loaning out the entire um, time. I've got, like, the five multi-screen. So that would have been fine, I guess. He's just smarter than me, so whatever. Congrats. <laughs> Shout out to... What was his name? Eric? Eric. <laughs> the only Eric at Netflix. The only Eric at Netflix. You know who you are. You know. <laughs> Miss Delaney writes in and says, who is your favorite Sun and Moon character? Mm, I like the uh, Pokedex, the Rotom po- Rotom Dex. Oh, that, that is a character. Because I like when I open it up. So I only like it post-game, and because when I open it up and it says, I wonder how How's doing. Let's go bring him some Malasadas. And I'm like, <laughs> I wonder how How's doing myself. <laughs> My uh, Rotom Pokedex Pokedex keeps telling me to uh, go check out the Ultra Beasts, which I have caught all of. So, <laughs> so keep, keep checking them out. Checking yeah. them out. Have you go caught take, all of them, including take... version exclusives? Yeah, I have. Mm. Wants me to? I don't know. Maybe it's telling me to go to my box and like check up on them. Let them know how they've just sitting in there this entire time. I've abandoned them in that box. Well, that doesn't answer the question, though, Micah. What is? What's... I really like how. I like how a lot. 
how is kind of is my spirit animal in that he loves everything which I'm notorious for doing. I like pretty much anything. And you and I have had many an argument about the things that I like and the things that you don't like because I just generally like everything. And I, I sometimes feel like how. And I generally hate everything. Yes. Do you, <laughs> do you like scrambled eggs with wilted spinach mixed in? I mean, that sounds good. No. 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 Oh, what's you wrong are. with you, Micah? Oh. I love spinach. Spinach is oh. gross. I just had a bowl of spinach in a salad, like, no, no, not no. Okay. even okay. two Un- hours ago. Uncooked spinach is okay. Cooked spinach, no bueno. I don't, I don't know. It depends on how it's cooked. Any, is it just like cooking. you drop some spinach into the eggs as you were making it, and that's how it got wilted? No, it's, it's more like the soggy, where it becomes like almost like cream spinach. Sea oh. cream spinach sounds good, though. Oh, I, I also really like cool. Brussels sprouts. No, Brussels sprouts are my favorite vegetable. Oh my god, I love Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are the best. Steve, what's your thought on Brussels sprouts? Ah, uh, I actually don't think I've had Brussels sprouts. To be fair, I've definitely like I hate. I want to go of... out on a limb and say that you hate them. Yeah, even probably. though you haven't had them, you probably hate them. I probably do. I've had a lot of vegetables. I've definitely done the whole like, oh, just try it and. Broccoli, I've tried three times. It's been gross every time. Oh my God. <laughs> and of course, I have the mysterious green bean problem. I've had cauliflower. That was no good. No, cauliflower is great, dude. No, it's I just like a it's just like a white broccoli. Broccoli. So it, it's, no, it's not, not. just it's, a, it, it has its own flavor and texture. No, Micah, you are <laughs> wise, and I need you to solve this mystery for me. Okay. So I buy these. They're large bags of vegetables, but inside they have six small bags of vegetables. And in the large bag, you usually get two small bags of green beans, two bags of mixed broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots, and two bags of carrots and peas. Right? You get a mental picture there? Yeah. Every single time I'll eat the carrots and peas, I'll eat the broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots— for some reason i can't eat the green beans and it's not like i don't like green beans i like green beans but my freezer is literally now full of about 16 little bags of green beans because i will not eat them what is going on with that that's this is a very interesting you know i've seen this before many times (laughs) this is (laughs) This is what we in the business refer to as uh, carrots and peas and mixed vegetable uh, excitement. You get it out of the pa- out of the package and you like the colors. You I like, like I do the, like the colors. I do like the colors. The variety. But when they give you just the green beans, you're not as interested in it. You certainly not, got that right. They what they should do is just have it be more mixed vegetables but a different variety of mixed vegetables and then leave the green beans to themselves so that you can buy the green beans in the packages by itself when you want the green beans, but then still always have mixed vegetables, but a variety, three different varieties. That's, that's how, that's my, if only they would do that for me. So what are you going to do with all these green beans now? Probably ship them to Boston. (laughs) That makes, that makes sense. (laughs) I heard people in Boston like green beans. Yeah. If you're from Boston, write in. Let us know. How, do you like green beans? 
My favorite Sun and Moon character is... Uh, I have like two of them. I really like Ace Rolla. I just think that she's rad. And I like... I don't know if it's Grunt A or Grunt B. But whatever one gets super offended that you forget their name. And then I'm assuming it's one of the same grunts that's trying to steal the stop, stop sign. The bus stop. Yeah, the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's real great. Pretty good. Or dudes. I'm not sure if like they're interchangeable, but one of them definitely for, like gets dumbfounded that you forgot their names. I think my favorite grunt is the one that's just kind of laying on the ground, not doing anything like that Radiohead video. Oh, in Potown? Uh, well, they also had them at the Ether Paradise. Just kind of lying on the ground. Living, living the dream. Uh, I also really like the Mask, Mask Royal. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cancel everything I have. Mask Royale <laughs> is yeah, the best I'm character. I'm going to say the Masked Royale. Royal or Ro- Royale? <laughs> it's like the same. Well, you made a point when we were recording the episodes to to say that it was Masked Royale and not Royal. It was very. I yeah. mean, I looked oh. it up and said, and and the Webster Dictionary said you could pronounce it either way. Really? Well, that changes everything. <laughs> All I have to say about that character is get you a man that can do both. <laughs> Carolyn writes in and says, what is the coolest piece of Pokemon merchandise that you own? That's a really good question. Mm. Huh. I'm trying to think. I think all three of us have the Sun and Moon Uber collection book thing. That is very true. I wouldn't say that's the coolest, though. To write my notes for my living decks and also sketching in it. Uh, I think my favorite piece of pokemon merchandise that i own is something when i was a kid that i really wanted but didn't know how to get it it's the pokemon mini it's like a little tiny game boy kind of like the uh the pika the pocket pikachus but it has it has like a d-pad and two buttons and it uses tiny cartridges and what i saw it online when i was a kid they came out around like gold silver I couldn't get one because A, they were expensive, and B, you could really only get them from the Pokemon Center in New York when it was still a thing. And so when I got older and I had my own money and I could buy my own things, I have found one on eBay and I bought it in the box and I absolutely love it. What does it do? It plays little tiny mini Pokemon games. They're just like mini party games, sort of. And you can connect with other people through like IR and compete. And it uses little tiny cartridges, and that's pretty much it. I feel like I have something like that that was introduced later on that was kind of like the same gimmick, but I don't think I've ever opened it, and I don't know where it is. I can take a picture and show you guys. It's There's three of them. There were three of them, like three colors. There was one for each of the starters for gold and silver hmm and i have the green chikorita green pokemon mini i'll have to look because i feel like i have something of the sort i have a like i have a lot of merchandise that is probably like boxed away right now so something might be escaping me but 
I really like my Gumi blanket that I have. It's still like the softest throw blanket I own. Even after washing it, it's super soft still. I have a life-size Mincino? Mincino? That I got from the Nintendo World store in New York, which Pokemon Center has never sold. It was only at that store, from my understanding, and probably in 100 places in Japan. But I couldn't find it anywhere online because I was looking it up one time, and the only place I could find it was eBay. So that's, like, really cool. And it collects dust like most plushes do. Hmm. And then at Gen Con, I got a giant Pikachu plush head which i really like i'm sure i'm pretty sure pokemoncenter.com still sells but that thing's oh, sweet. they do yeah i've had it in my cart for like two months now it's really cool it's really it's really comfy no comfy is really it's, it's really comfy. very comfy <laughs> i have the pokemon gale of darkness gamecube which is pretty cool that's pretty sweet. It's pretty... But where is it? That's the the, uh, it's the in his exciting basement. part. It's in his basement. It's but in, what is it in in uh, your basement? It's in my custom built ruby and sapphire pinball cabinet. That's oh, the exciting part. You mean the one that fell on the floor and busted everything inside? Nah. Well, I mean it, it like dinked the corner and broke uh one magnetic strip that i have to replace but it works 100 percent. it's pretty awesome it's built like a tank highlight of midwest gaming classic the only thing to see in midwest gaming classic (laughs) the only reason to go uh yeah i mean i've like i'll when i clean my basement which i was supposed to do this week i'll try to find more cool pokemon stuff that i have you're always cleaning something i gotta clean i'm a you know me. And this is the reason up. why I can never clean, because you take up all the cleaning energy in the universe. I clean it can all. I, can I say what my coolest Pokemon item is? Yeah. So I have... I can't decide. There's one thing that I use absolutely every single day, which is a little cloth bag that Andrew from Japan mailed me when X and Y came out that has uh, uh, the three XY starters on it in a, like a graphic that he mailed me from the Pokemon Center. So I use that every day to carry my 3DS around in. But also in the same package, he mailed me a Froshki that also has a bunch of the X and Y Pokemon on it. That's really, really cute. I don't use that, but it's like such a rare item. I, I really enjoy having that. I used to wrap my 3DS in that, but not anymore. What is it? A what was the word you used? What is, what is What is that? Oh, come on. I'm sorry. Everybody knows what a Froshki is. Steve, do you know what a Froshki is? (laughs) Is that like a round piece of, like, cheese bread? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Is it like a blanket that looks like Froki? No, it's it's a square cloth, and they're very popular in Japan, um, typically used just to wrap up a bento box and you just use it like you, they have ways of wrapping Froshki so that they end up having handles, but they're considered to be very eco-friendly where we would use those plastic reusable like uh, bags at the grocery store. You just okay. bring your Froshki and the grocery store person wraps up your groceries in the Froshki and ties it off and then you carry your groceries in that. 
Or yeah. you could wrap presents in it, and it's like, here's this really nice cloth that I use to wrap your presents instead of cheap $2 CVS paper. Do you take it back when you're done? Are you like, I need that back because I, I need to carry stuff in it? Uh, well, no. I think if you're giving a gift wrapped in a Froshki, you're also giving the Froshki. It's spelled F-U-R-O-S-H-I-K-I if anybody wants to learn more about the Froshki culture. Okay. But they're they're beautiful prints because of course you know Japanese printing on cloth is is a true art that we don't have in this country because we're too busy using Ziploc bags and paisley. <laughs> Another question I have I learned something new today. That's great. I like. I'm I'm curious. There you go. Another question I got here is how do you all like your like to eat your eggs? Ooh. <laughs> Obviously scrambled with spinach. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I make mine scrambled with vegetables every day. I, one whole egg, four egg whites, and a mini bag of vegetables. But not green beans. No, green beans and eggs. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm scrambled. Salt and pepper. Just very basic. I like my eggs, though, scrambled and cooked to the point where they're brownish. I like a little, I like a little brown on my eggs. Because a pure yellow eggs just kind of freak me out of like not being cooked fully. I I like I really like eggs just generally. So if it's prepared a way, in a specific way, I'll probably eat it. As long as it's not a raw egg, I'll probably eat it. <laughs> I like I like them hard boiled. I like them scrambled. I like them sunny side up. I like omelets. Well, you, okay. So here's the thing you have to try, Micah. What's you ready? That? Do you have a rice maker? No. Do you have a rice maker? No, I don't. Okay, get yourself a rice maker. You don't have to get the $500 Fuzzy Logic rice maker. You can get one of the cheap, like, Oster $40 ones. Oh, okay. Make yourself some fresh white rice. Okay. See, if you can get sushi rice, do that. I do recommend... Oh, like a rice cooker? Yeah. Not, like, to make rice. No, like... God makes rice out of no. I mean, like to dirt. rice things. No, not a ricer. Not like a no, okay. All right. So a rice cooker. Do you have one of those? Why don't you call them a rice maker? Yeah, I have a rice cooker. Because I think the official term is a rice maker. Is it? I don't know. I've been calling That's it rice I've cooker always, my whole life. I've always called it a rice maker. Maybe Anyways. it's a regional difference. Make yourself some sushi <laughs> rice. As I was saying, I recommend. Kakuho Rose, which is from California, so locally sourced, get that rice hot out of the rice machine of whatever name you wish to call it. Put it in a bowl, get yourself an egg, crack that egg over the hot rice with a fork, mix it up. That sounds great. So delicious. I would typically, when I was a a poor college student and eating lots of ramen, because that's what we ate. Uh, we would find all kinds of ways to make it not as garbage. And uh, we would many times crack an egg into the ramen as it was boiling on the stove. Yeah. Oh, have you had Korean um, stone, like kimchi stew? Kimchi stew? I've had kimchi. I haven't had kimchi stew. Oh, Lord. When are you going to come and visit me so I can get you some culture? But anyways, you do crack an egg into the boiling (laughs) stone pot for that, too. So good. So good. I know exactly what you're talking about. Final question here. Why won't Nebby stay in the bag? <laughs> hey, there was a question about my secret crush. I'm pretty sure I saw that in there. Hey, we can't, we can't, we don't have time for all the questions, Will. <laughs>
<laughs> well, what's the answer, Micah? Because Nebby is terrible. Is this is this like a rhetorical question, like a question with no answer? Yes, it's it's a meme. It's a meme question, so it it deserves a meme answer. Deserves mm. a Travis Wheeler answer is what you're saying. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. This, I would I would say re-ask this question when Travis is on again. Probably probably safe probably safe to do so. Well, let's move. Thank you for everyone who uh, wrote in questions. By the way, that was from our gold channel in Slack. Let's move on to our Pokemon of the week. No, Travis is here, so I'll try to uh, take over. I have a move set from Kevin and Slack. Is it just celebrate? Is it just what? Celebrate. Cel- yes, it's just celebrate. So, decided to do Vaporeon this week, uh, mostly because on the re- on Reddit, somebody made a post with Vipermon, and it reminded me of when my mom called Vaporeon Vipermon. So we are doing Vaporeon, which is definitely obtainable in Sun and Moon. Double battles here. So Kevin recommends that this is a support set Vaporeon with a bold nature. Put your EVs into HP and defense. Put the leftovers into special defense. And give that Vaporeon leftovers. Move-wise, you're going to want to do Wish and Scald. You have a little bit of options for the other two moves. Uh, he recommends Heal Bell and Aqua Ring, but you could also do something like Roar or Protect. Again, this is a support set. Uh, and then the ability would be Water Absorb. Uh, since Vaporeon is slow, your best bet is going to use this in a Trick Room team. Uh, also pairs very nicely with Alolan Marowak because of Lightning Rod, and it also pairs nicely with Tapu Bulu because of the healing terrain. So there you go. I wish I could go more in depth, but my name is not Travis. How is your how is the Vaporeon shiny? Let me tell you how Vaporeon shiny is. It is purple instead of blue. Man, Vaporeon is a really good shiny. You really like purple. Purple's a good color. Uh bit of trivia about Vaporeon. It is the only water Pokemon that appears in the field section of Pal Park. In Generation 1, Vaporeon had notably different design with the backs of its ears being all black, fins on each leg, and a fin running down its entire length of its back. All these details were removed in Generation 2. Notably, these details weren't present in the original Pokemon Red and Green artwork. Didn't it look like it had a hat on? Looked like it had a cool hat. I'm not seeing any cool hat here. It looks like a hat I mean, from like behind. Gen 1 Vaporeon. The like the Maybe back that's view. It. Yeah. Uh and then finally in Pokemon Yellow, Vaporeon is programmed to learn both Haze and Mist at level 42. However, a bug prevents a Pokemon from learning two moves at the same time, so Vaporeon could not learn Mist in Pokemon Yellow. Grade A programming back in the day. Well, <laughs> we did what we could with the tools that we had. Vaporeon has a good shiny though. That's all that matters. And fun- I'm trying to, because I can't use my browser on my actual computer because my resolution right now is 600 by 480. I'm looking it up on my phone. Uh, like I need all, to see this purple. <laughs> like all the EV oh, evolutions. that's really good. It's a really good purple. All the EV evolutions have a uh, 80, 87.5% male, 12.5% female. The fun fact about those that uh, I don't think people realize right off the bat that they are way more 
male EVs than there are female, just like the starters, just like the starters. So I think that wraps up our episode, though. Thank you, Kevin, for that moveset. It seems pretty cool, actually. I like the whole scald and then get your health back kind of support set he has going on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for this last minute recording. Like I said, I probably wouldn't have had time on Sunday, but uh, good thing we got it in now. So a little bit of uh, house cleaning, as Will likes to laugh at. I'm, I, I'm just gonna Some, someday you'll do it right. I'm just house, gonna keep house cleaning. I'm just gonna keep saying it like that because why not? At this point, little, yeah, that's true too. A little bit of house cleaning. <laughs> you can support us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash It's Super Effective. Gets you access to our Slack community, which we mentioned a lot during this show. Thank you to all our Slack people who uh, sent in some questions for this week to make it uh, off-topic but entertaining, I hope. We have our new subreddit, so reddit.com slash r slash super effective will get you there. If there was anything that stands out about the show, maybe Boat Race, feel free to post that in the subreddit. It's dedicated to all things super effective. Uh, Otherwise... Thank you guys for being on. Micah is at Micah the Brave on Twitter. Will is at Washing the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. And you can follow the podcast at Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are Boat Race. Super Why No Jolteon Effective. Boat Boat Race. No, keep it clean in 2017. Oh my, my mistake. Thank you. Do you like motorcycles, card games, explosions, board games, Mexican food, video games, music, cats, the weird and the unusual, wrestling? Go check out hashtag DrunkOnTacos over at DrunkOnTacos.com or on Facebook, Facebook.com slash DrunkOnTacos or even on Instagram at at sign because that's how Instagram works like Twitter. Uh, DrunkOnTacos, all the same drunkontacos.com if you like that stuff they are a proud supporter of It's Super Effective and we thank them for their patronage